Good evening. Thank you for tuning in to Luana's Urban Voices. You're not going to believe this, but I thought I had recorded my segment. And when I looked down, I forgot to push the record button. So now I'm coming to you again to repeat what I just said. And you know it's not going to be the same. And oh my gosh, that's what happens when you are trying to multitask. But good evening. Thank you for tuning in to Luana's Urban Voices. So today I wanted to talk about a story I saw in the news yesterday. But I didn't have enough information. It happened in Detroit. And what happened was this man shot up a house because the woman who lived in the house called his baby ugly. Yes. So, yesterday I saw the story and didn't have enough details to kind of talk about the story. So, today I was able to see the details. So, this, these two couples, one um, visiting another couple, got into an altercation, verbal altercation, screaming, yelling, acting a fool outside. Another neighbor heard the commotion, went outside and started videotaping them acting a fool screaming and yelling and talking about somebody calling somebody's baby ugly and that was not you know cool and all this other stuff so the video is interesting because the man is trying to give everybody his um view of what's going on and it's absolutely hilarious because they are literally fighting and arguing and not fist fighting but just really arguing back and forth about this at one point in the video, they go into the house and you don't know what happens. He doesn't either. He can just hear hollering and screaming. The guy, this guy comes out of the house, runs to his car, and then the man who's videotaping notices there's a baby in his car. So the him and the baby's mother are outside arguing with another couple and the baby's in the car. He goes to the car, gets a gun, brings the gun out and the man in the video is yelling at him bro don't do it man don't do it bro don't don't do it shoots up the house 16 shots into the house inside the house is a man woman and two children no one was hit everyone lived thank god grace of god no one got hurt but this fool shot into a house because somebody called his baby ugly. Now let's just talk about that. I was always taught that you never call your baby ugly. Or you never call anybody's baby ugly. You always say they're precious. Oh, he's so sweet. Look at that precious baby. But you never, ever call somebody's baby ugly. And you know there are some ugly babies. Let's just be honest. Not everybody has a cute baby. But that's fine. But you don't tell. You don't talk about a child. It's a baby. A baby who had no control over who his mama and daddy is. No control over his genetics. So you never call a baby ugly. This is what happens. Because parents take that seriously. As a parent. My question to you is. Do you know if your baby's ugly? 
do you know as a parent if your baby's ugly or do you just automatically think you have the most beautiful baby in the world because it's your baby some people are blessed with beautiful children and there's just hey there's no way around it your kids are beautiful your kids are beautiful some people are blessed with good looking kids some people are blessed blessed with average looking kids and some people are blessed with less than average looking kids but they're still kids they're still babies and all babies are precious and a gift so no matter what your baby looks like he's precious she's precious it's a gift so therefore you should not be talking about somebody's baby it just shouldn't happen and I wanted to tell you that particular story that happened in the news as well as another story that's just sad and traumatic so this man in Florida and remember Florida has the stand your ground law the man in Florida had uh, his wife was pregnant with their second baby and they had a two-year-old in the bedroom in the, the child's bedroom sleep the man was in bed sound asleep heard a noise didn't check to see if his wife was in bed just heard a noise jumped up grabbed his gun went to see what was going on and mind you you're sound asleep and you hear something going on in your house you are not fully awake to be able to be coherent so this man shot his wife she was nine months pregnant he shot her and um she died they were able to save the baby but this man killed his wife um thinking he shot an intruder now i know there are a lot of anti-gun people in this world and stories like this make people more anti-gun so the man in florida legally owned his gun and was trying to protect his family and killed his wife the man in detroit they haven't said if he legally or illegally owned his gun but he just was shooting because he was mad and angry so when people talk about gun laws it becomes a very heated issue because at the end of the day, guns don't actually kill people. It's the people who own the guns that make the decision to kill. And they make that decision to kill for whatever reason it, it whatever reason they decide to make that decision. The thing is, if you are a law-abiding citizen and you own a gun, that's your right. You have the right to bear arms. But if you impose all of these gun laws on citizens who are already following the gun laws, how do you stop the criminals from getting the guns? Because that is the main issue. It's not so much the law-abiding citizens that go out take the, sun, the, the gun safety classes that do everything the right way. It's the guys or the criminals who rob, steal, 
from stores, from houses, and they rob and steal these guns, or they buy the guns off the street, and they are the ones who who have guns illegally. You can put in all the gun laws you want to put in. It's not going to change the fact that not going to change the fact that guns should be illegal or legal whatever your take on it it's not going to keep the criminals from getting the guns what it is going to do when you impose gun laws is keep people who are law-abiding citizens who want the right to protect their property from being able to get guns legally now do i think anybody needs a automatic semi i mean i'm sorry automatic gun that fires a hundred bullets at a time nobody needs that in their house for personal defense that's ridiculous nobody needs that but do people need a way to protect their families just in case you have an intruder coming to your house yes people need a way to protect their families and however you choose to protect your families is your choice now, I don't agree with this man shooting up a house because somebody called his baby ugly. You know what? Because maybe your baby is ugly and, you know, that's not the baby's fault. But it's not worth shooting somebody's house up for that. Um, then the man who shot his wife. Can you imagine thinking that you're protecting your family and you kill your wife, the mother of your children trying to protect the mother and your children that's got to be heartbreaking because you were there's so much going on with the gun issue um many of you know i absolutely love my guns and i would be devastated if they were taken from me but I understand the need to protect people from them. So my guns are locked and loaded in my house. But I don't have children in my house. So I don't worry about children getting into my locked and loaded guns. So if you come into my house and you're unwanted, I'm going to give you a chance to leave before I shoot you. But if you're in my house and I feel that my family is threatened, yes, I am definitely going to shoot. I just think that we, that these gun laws have to be considered in a way to protect us from criminals. Because if you're a criminal, you're going to do what you got to do to get the gun. You're going to do what you got to do to rob, steal, whatever your criminal intent is. You're going to do it. And I don't think having a bunch of laws on the books are going to keep people. I don't think that's a deterrent to keep people from um, committing crimes. Because our crime, our justice system doesn't do a lot to deter crime if you get sentenced to death row 
You can be on death row for 30 years before you ever get executed. Most men or most women, they die on death row before they get executed. So we really don't have a death po- a death row policy unless you live in Texas because we execute in Texas like crazy. But a lot of states do not. So is there a way to deter criminals from getting guns? Give me your thoughts. What can we do to prevent criminals from getting weapons? I just want to know if there's anything that we can do. And if there is, you tell me what your thoughts are on that process. Because I personally don't know that there's anything we can do to deter crime the way we need to unless we become tougher on crime and I am all good with that if you commit a crime you should do the time and I think you should remember that you don't ever want to be in that situation again so I don't know what your thoughts are on that but those were two stories that really made me want to talk to you guys about it. I know um, we're still waiting for the end of the election. So I will talk more about that when that when we actually have a new president or the same president. Um, so there's more to come on the election, the follow-up suing by the Trump family, All of that will come next week once we know, hopefully on Monday, who our new president is. Other than that, I just really wanted to um, touch base on that story and just ask, if someone calls your child ugly, what, what should be the acceptable response from a parent? Do you shoot up the house? Do you beat them up? Do you cuss them out? What is acceptable when something like that happens? And the other thing I wanted to talk to you guys about, which I thought was interesting, there's this black man and him and his wife have five children, two biological children and three they adopted. One from China, I think they adopted, take that back, they adopted two from China and then they adopted a white child. And this man has the five children, two of his daughters, one's 13 and she's Chinese. The other one is white and she's seven. He takes his girls to uh, to Target because he wants to buy his seven-year-old some clothes and you know at seven these kids are growing like weeds so I think it was very sensible of him to go to Target to buy his daughter some nice you know sturdy clothes so she could for whatever reason is he doesn't need a reason to buy clothes for his kids well a white woman saw this black man with two um non-white children no I take that back saw this black man with two non-black children and wanted to know who he was and did their parents know that he had their children 
And he was like, I am their dad. So then she asked the seven-year-old who's scared because she doesn't know why this woman is questioning what, what they're doing in Target. So she hides behind her dad. The 13-year-old says, he's my dad. And she's like, well, is there any way we can prove this? So she calls a Target um, employee over and the Target target employee tells the woman leave the store and stop harassing our customers yay target they took up for the black father and his two white daughters and or non-black children and um or yes and took up for them and told the woman she needed to leave and stop harassing the customers well the woman is not happy with that answer so now as they're leaving target The woman is in the parking lot still trying to, you know, question what's going on. So the 13-year-old girl, mind you, she's Chinese and she's, well, Chinese-American. She throws up the middle finger and calls the woman a racist bitch. The father is proud of his daughter but didn't want it to be a unteachable moment he wanted to know how he should have handled his daughter calling that woman a racist bitch because that's what he was thinking that's what he wanted to say but of course he didn't he had to show control because he wanted to set the example for his children but his daughter was like she's 13 and you guys who've had teenagers know sometimes they can be flippant so she did it for her dad and a part of him was proud because she stood up they she stood up for their family but another part of him was like how do I make this a teachable moment where we don't have to result to name calling and I thought about that there are times where you'll see a child in public and you're concerned about that child being trafficked because sex trafficking is real it is real and it is going on so i understand that aspect of it wanting to make sure these children are with their dad but when the children say this is my dad and they don't you don't see any reason i mean i don't even know how do you how do you approach it I'm in the habit of minding my own business. So I don't know that I would have said anything, noticed, or paid attention. Because normally when I'm somewhere in public and I see stuff, I just keep it to myself. I live in a very diverse community. So there's quite a few um, interracial couples walking around with mixed kids. I see a lot of white women with black kids. I see a lot of black men with white looking kids. I mind my business. If the child doesn't seem to be distressed, I mind my business. Because you don't know the dynamics of someone's family. There's so much multiracial adoption going on. You just don't know. And I feel if the child is in distress... Or the child is like, let me go, you're not my dad. Then that's the time to step in. 
But white people all of a sudden have this need to just insert themselves in somebody else's business, which is bullshit. So I would like to hear from my listeners. Call me later. Most of you guys do have my contact information. Leave me a contact or a comment in the box. How would you have handled that situation? Would you be okay with your 13-year-old flicking or, you know, giving the finger to a grown woman, calling her a racist bitch, or would you have disciplined your child and told her that was unacceptable behavior? I'm really curious. I personally applaud the child, and I also applaud this man for not for not losing his cool and keeping his cool throughout this situation. There is going to be a time in this world, and I hope and pray that I live long enough to see it, where people mind their business and we just enjoy each other and stop seeing color everywhere we go. Just enjoy the differences, embrace the differences, and learn about another culture without always having to think the negative or always think negative thoughts about that person. So hopefully that will be soon and we can just, you know, come back together as a country and let go some of this racial tension that we've lived with for the last four years. I am signing off, guys. It is Friday evening. Um, beautiful evening. I am going to have a nice drink and have a great evening. You guys do the same. Thank you as always for listening to Luana's Urban Voices. I really appreciate the support and you guys have a wonderful weekend.